This episode is brought to you by Wafflebutt Media. Wafflebutt Media is a niche podcasting network making specific podcasts for specific fan bases, like the Dallas Cowboys podcast, Brews and the Boys, the songwriting podcast, the Schwegcast, and America, the podcast, a political satire comedy show coming July 4th, 2017. For more shows and info, please visit wafflebuttmedia.com. You can sign up for our mailing list and find all of our podcasts on Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and TuneIn. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Welcome to this episode of the Schwegcast. I am your host, Sam Schwegler. Like always, if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. Also, please write a review on iTunes, you know. <laughs> Those reviews really help the show to get more traction and attention from the councils of elders, you know, on iTunes. So that'd be a great thing if you did that for me. And if you also have any questions, you know, feel free to contact uh, me and the rest of us at the Schwegcast at theschwegcast at gmail.com. Today on the show, I got Nicole Nelson, and she's going to talk about her music. We're going to chat about what she's been up to along with her music, so stay tuned for that. And we'll also be playing her song, Howling at the Moon, so you can get your bi-weekly ear candy. So you're not going to want to miss that. So yeah, stay with the show for that. I'm also happy to announce that the Schwedcast has joined forces with Waffle Butt Media. If you caught our last episode, Tim Phillippe talked a little more in-depth on what the network is. And Wafflebutt Media produces and distributes podcasts from people who are not just extremely knowledgeable and fluent in their content, but have a driving passion for creating and speaking about their oh-so-loved subject. Everything from sports to politics to comedy to science and more. They've got you covered. I'm very excited to be on this network and for what great things will come out of it. All right. And so, you know, some of you may be asking, what is going to change with the Schwedcast? Well, I'll answer that for you. Absolutely nothing. I still get to keep making the same old podcast that I have been doing with some support from a great network. What's basically you're just going to see some stuff from them every now and then. And this podcast is not going to get worse. Actually, I would actually expect this podcast to be getting better. So let's talk about, you know, music news for a moment. Recently, one phenomenal songwriter and performer, Chris Cornell, passed away on May 18th. Chris was mostly known for being in the band Soundgarden and Audio Slave and just wrote the most phenomenal music and lyrics. One experience I got to be a part of when I was in college, our big band I was a part of, did an arrangement of Black Hole Sun, and to this day, it was one of the best jazz arrangements I've ever gotten to play. You know, it's unfortunate that we lost such a phenomenal voice to suicide, and I hope this extends the conversation that is suicide. So that's what I really hope goes on with this. So let's get to today's sponsors for this episode. This episode of the Schwedcast is sponsored by DistroKid. DistroKid is the service that gets your music out to multiple online retailers and saves you the hassle. They get your music on all the major platforms such as iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, and many more. This is a great, this is great for original music and also covers. DistroKid gets you the license you need for those covers. So that is freaking great. DistroKid is actually what I use to distribute my music. So I can personally say how great they are in that I actually use this project product. Woo. It only costs $20 a year and you keep 100% of your earnings. And so that's great. Most online retailers, they like take a cut out of each thing. And you have to make a down payment per product you want to release. And great news, you can save 7% today on your first year by using distrokid.com slash VIP slash webcast. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash webcast. And the link is also in the description of this episode. 
The Schwedcast is also sponsored by Lyft. The free Lyft app gets users a ride in minutes on demand 24-7 for less than the cost of a cab. When you use promo code SCHWEGCAST, S-C-H-W-E-G-C-A-S-T, when signing up, you get a $50 ride credit. Again, that's promo code SCHWEGCAST to get a $50 ride credit. Now let's on get on to well, I'm, I'm speaking. Let's get on to our episode with Nicole and let's see what we have to talk about. So stay tuned and don't touch that dial. Are you a Preds fan at all? Um, when people ask. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm like, baseball? Is that yeah. what <laughs> Baseball. Because I've been like, I think I decided I'm going to become a Preds fan. Uh-huh. But I haven't, I don't know, because I guess they're good, so you have to be a fan now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the loyalty there. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I think it's Nashville, I guess. like Because they have like the Titans and the Preds, and like mm-hmm. the Preds are good and the Titans aren't. Mm-hmm. So like, you have to yeah. pretend to be a Preds fan now. Yeah. It's That's funny because I know it's like a bunch of diehard Preds fans here. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't know that existed, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I yeah, I was a musical theater kid, so I okay, don't have so a lot to add. You don't, you don't have, yeah. <laughs> no, was, I'm like, how about that game that maybe, ha- did the game happen? I don't know. I know. I'm like a coach's kid, so like I'm so used to uh, like sports or like everything, mm-hmm. and then I'm not like that into sports, so like I just yeah, kind of. I was the same. Yeah, I was like, mm-hmm. you coach this kid? Oh, yeah. Okay, like, yeah. what do your parents coach? So, my parents both were, like, crazy marathon runners, and then my dad coached everything, basketball. Um, no, not basketball, baseball, uh, soccer, everything, and my whole family did okay. sports. Okay, so your parents runners? Mm-hmm. See, my dad's a college track and cross-country coach, and then my mom oh, okay. kind of does the same. She te- does a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. So. I uh, did cross-country for, like, Two weeks, and then I realized I don't hate myself, so I stopped. Oh, my dad's listening to this. Doing that? Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Sam's I dad. Think he, I don't think he listens to this. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But I, I knew, like, when I was, like, by middle school, I was like, I don't think I'm going to do sports the rest yeah. of my life. Uh-huh. But I'm from, like, the small town in the middle of nowhere, Missouri, mm. or in Kansas, so it's, like, sports are everything. Okay. So it's, like, you're kind of defined by, like, what sports you do. Yeah. Growing up. Yeah. So... Like, and then I didn't really do sports. I was like the weird music kid. And so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but the funny thing is I'm still doing it. And then none of them aren't. Exactly. That's what Suck I it, jocks. Them. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I moved like 500 miles away from them. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I know. You're so. in a big city now and they, the big, <laughs> the they big, just are little ants that so you like squash. Swift, uh, <laughs> one day I'll be in a big old city. Yes. And I'll yes. Be Africa, mm-hmm. is me. Yep. Like, oh, is there something you just like thinking about saying that to people? And then, like, you also kind of seem dumb when you say it to people. Yeah, too. you're like, well, now Taylor Swift put it in a song, and I sound like a teeny bopper, and I, I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, but I notice a lot of people sound like Taylor Swift here, like old Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually just bought like a baby Mart Taylor, not Martin <gasps> Taylor, over there. Yeah. This you just, one? Yeah. <gasps> oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I Love just it. bought it because I knew that. One, I wanted to play it live because it's like mm-hmm. fix my fits my body shape a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's you know the main purpose of why you yeah. buy an instrument. You got to find a flattering. And the second is shape. Ed Sheeran uses like a smaller acoustic, uh-huh. and so I'm like, I know like everyone's gonna start sounding like him soon. Yeah. If we take any effort from like the singer songwriter realm, like everyone's gonna sound like 
mm-hmm. Ed Sheeran. So Very you just kind of have to work with the flow. So if you just have one line around, it's get ahead of be it. Used. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Awesome. Uh, that's the that's the main thing. So you're from here. No. no. Okay. I thought I read no, that. No, I was going to ask where in Missouri you're from. Okay. I lived. Okay. So I'm mainly from Kansas. I lived Kirksville, Missouri. Okay. For about six years. And then I went to college in Warrensburg, Missouri, which you probably haven't heard either of those. I've not. I've heard of <laughs> Kirksville, I okay. believe. Okay. But no, I'm from um, right across the river from St. Louis in Illinois. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that area. Okay. So that's not too bad. Yeah. But I've lived in the middle of nowhere my whole life. Yeah. So that's, guess, yeah, that's, so you're like, f- parents live five hours from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about four and a half. Okay. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. My, it's like, well, Kirksville, it's like three hours from every, anywhere you want to mm-hmm. be. Wait, does Kirksville have, uh, Truman? Yeah. That's where my dad's <laughs> a coach at. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All of my, um, high school friends went to Truman. Really, yeah. all mine did too, but that's because really? I went to high school that's, there. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. Okay. That's funny. So if you know anyone who did track or cross country. I don't think they did it in college, okay, but, but they, I was like the track cross country, one of the groupies. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, if you knew that, then they probably know my dad, which is really funny. That's crazy. Okay, that's fun enough that we I actually have that. a mutual uh, exchange. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. But yeah, I didn't like Kirksville too much. yeah. So. I, it, I heard, they said it was just like a small college town, which is yeah, it has its potential. It's just, it's not the town itself. It's just the people there are pretty awful. Ah, yeah. that's what I would That'll say. Do it. And I don't yeah. think I'll have a lot of people who listen. I had a good music teacher, two music teachers from there, but they're mm-hmm. pretty good. But besides that, yeah, they're working on their music program, and I think they're getting better. That's good, better than it was when I was there. Yeah, so. that's good. And then that's I'm good. not there, so it's probably like extremely got you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's probably like the extent yeah. of like. <laughs> that's funny. Uh huh. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Not a lot of people have heard of Kirksville. Yeah, no, I, I was like, why does that sound so familiar? Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, like you usually have to like tell people because everyone's from somewhere else here. Mm-hmm. And so like the big thing is, so like, so where are you from? And then I'm just like, well, I lived in Kansas for a majority of my life. Then I lived in two small towns in Missouri. And then like you explain like the geographical location, mm-hmm. not yeah. like the actual. You like, don't have the mitten like. Yeah, because if you say like, yeah. I'm from St. Louis or like I lived outside Kansas City stuff like that people kind of like okay i know where that is yeah but if you're just like yeah it's like three hours from <laughs> nowhere right from st yeah. louis and yeah three hours from kansas city so it's that weird yeah yeah no that's mm-hmm. i when i i just tell people st louis mm-hmm. but then because yeah. i'm tired of people lying to me like oh i've heard of edwardsville totally <laughs> i'm like I, you know you haven't stopped but yeah i i tell people i'm from st louis and they're like oh Missouri, me too. And then I'm like, oh, not really. No, I haven't met a lot of people from Missouri here. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, which I'm okay with because I'm not that big of a Missouri fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's all right. <laughs> it's, uh, has its, no, it doesn't have its I moments. mean, we left, so what can <laughs> we, we really left, say? Yeah, yeah, so we're at least <laughs> solid on that end yeah. of the spectrum. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the best part about Missouri was when you get to leave yeah. Missouri. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I my family's there, and so I, I go back. And yeah, St. I wish Louis like, is all right too. Wish my parents didn't live in Kirksville. <clears throat> that way, I didn't have to ever go to Kirksville. They could get like a Miami condo yeah. or something, something like that. And something like, convenient for you. Mostly. Yeah, that's what I'm. Really, Mom and dad. I wish I would at least live in St. Louis because that's like at least five hours. I can like do that in a weekend. That's no yeah, problem. Yeah. Where it's like where they live, it's like an eight hour drive. It's like you kind of have to spend an entire day driving mm-hmm. to actually get there. So yeah, it's like, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I don't really go see them that much just because, like, it's, it takes an entire day to just get there. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I guess, but you have, like, four and a half, so you have it a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's much quicker. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, 
So what music have you been listening to lately? I always like to ask everyone that. <sighs> Chris Stapleton, I have been like, he's my Oops, Don't Get in an Accident album that I listened to of like, you need to focus on the road and not be jamming mm-hmm. out and headbanging. Yeah. Um, loving his new album. Um, I always love the Brothers Landreth and um, Foy Vance. I recently okay. became super obsessed with too. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever ran into Chris Stapleton around here? No. Have okay. you? Yeah. Like my <gasps> first month like living here. I would cry. In Nashville. I mean, I was just like, uh, I was at Crema Coffee Shop. Do you know where that yeah. is? Yeah. So I want to go there every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just there. And then I saw this big guy with a beard and just yeah. like sweatpants and like a black t-shirt just walk in. I'm just like, that guy looks familiar. And like, do I know him from oh, somewhere? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then like, I was like, I think that's Chris Stapleton. So I walk out and then like, to not draw attention to myself. And I'm like, yeah. like just Google Chris Stapleton just to make sure. Yeah. And then like, I hold the photo up. Yes. It's like, oh, that's him. Cool. <laughs> He's like, you're either taking a picture or Googling me, are you? Well, no, I, you didn't see me. I was like, I'm not I'm not one of those guys who's just right. like, oh, my gosh. Because yeah. I've met, like, a couple bigger names here, especially, uh-huh. you know, interning at a studio here. Yeah. It's like you meet a lot of big names, but, like, they're obviously normal people. So they sure. don't want you're like, oh, my God, right. I'm such a big fan. Well, and you want, you know, you're like, act like you belong, and then maybe you will one day. So but don't that, be a freak around famous people. But I feel like Chris Stapleton, I might. might. Chris, yeah, Chris, he's just, yeah, it's funny. He's just, like, wearing sweatpants and. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> just like sitting there. He's a real hero. That was like my first month of uh, living in Nashville. Whoa, that's a good start, man. Mm-hmm. I think the best one was Martina McBride, where uh, it was just really? like, she like walked by me. She's like, hey. I'm like, hey. And she just said hello to you. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I was working at her husband's studio, but okay. that's, but I mean, Fair that's enough. one thing. But like, Fair she's enough. just walking, I'm like, oh, hey. Love <laughs> that. Like, didn't care that she was an important person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That we was right like, people. Hey, she was my mom. Sh- I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> Tell everyone, like, you find a celebrity, just tell everyone that they're your parent. That's how you do it. Ooh, that's great. It's like, yeah, my parents are, my mom's Martina McBride. And so. So now in the morning when I see Chris Stapleton at Crema, I can be like, Dad, Dad, get my drink. Will that hey, work for me? They just kind of like walk up to him and be like, hey, Dad, um, <laughs> my iPad's not working for some <laughs> Yeah. Maybe he's having an off day and he's like, maybe you are mm-hmm. my kid and I forgot about you. Still the best story, what I've told on this podcast many times, is when I met Tim McGraw, uh-huh. he, I was just like refilling water or something. He just comes up and we sup, brother? And so obviously we're good friends now. Yeah. So he called you brother. You're more Tim than McGraw, good friends. Like, didn't even care if Faith Hill was in the room, but, you know, just like <laughs> Tim McGraw and me and him are bros. So yes. it's getting pretty serious. I might go to Christmas with him this year. <gasps> wow. <laughs> That's, I mean, he called you brother. We can brother. just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you see Chris Ableton? They did like the ZZ Top thing on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, no. So he does. I feel like I'd remember. So that. when Kevin Bacon comes on the show, mm-hmm. they do this thing called like first drafts of songs, mm-hmm. and they did the only <laughs> one I can like really get remember well was uh, uh some Beach Boy song like fun 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 do it yeah yeah and they did it like na 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 hamburger stand now just ended every <laughs> phrase with hamburger stand yeah so they do something like that and they did legs by ZZ Top okay and they started describing body parts but like. Chris Stapleton, you know, since he has a giant beard, he fits perfectly as ZZ Top. So yeah. he, was, he was one of the guys. I think Jimmy was Dusty Hill. That's the only one okay. I remember because King of the That's Hill funny. made fun of ZZ Top. Yeah. So he was on that. Um, but besides that, uh, but yeah, it was pretty funny because like, he actually went up there and like sang too. So it was really cool. That's amazing. But, yeah. Chris, yeah. Chris Stapleton's a pretty cool dude. Oh my gosh. From, yeah, yeah, you know, meeting him. Right. I can just tell from the way he speaks to me and his music. But- <laughs> 
He's the way he didn't it. speak to me when He's I met him, when I <laughs> ran into him. And the way he didn't look at you, you knew there was a connection. <laughs> I just treated him like he was a normal you human You probably being. intimidated him, honestly. Yeah, that, He was like, probably, I know that person. Like from one month. He was Googling you. That's <laughs> just... <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, have you ran into anyone <clears throat> famous here? Um, yes. Uh, Kid Rock. Okay, so I was no. at one of his like tapings. Okay, <laughs> so not really ran into him, but um, and let's see who else. It was uh, Hunter Hayes. Oh, I was I security him. for Hunter Hayes. You, <laughs> I don't want to make a short joke, but I kind of. <laughs> yeah, he's not that tall. But I, I saw him. He's little. I saw him actually in Kirksville live. He played really? at, at our like state fair, which like is one of amazing. I'm like, I'm never gonna go to like a state <clears> fair. I'm like, I'm, I really like Hunter Hayes. I'm gonna go see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I saw Hunter Hayes, and yeah, it was a good show. Yeah, he's like a really good guitar player. Yes, like he's just like mm-hmm. beast mode. He's super talented. It's like if John Mayer started playing country, it's pretty much Hunter Hayes. Yeah, but <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, short joke. So yeah, what? Was, okay, so you have to tell me what that was like doing security for Hunter Hayes. <laughs> um, I pissed off his manager real bad, real quick. Uh, he, so I was supposed to. I was at. He was doing these like coffee talk thing Mm -hmm. at CMA Fest one year. Um, And I was supposed to sit at some staircase and just make sure nobody like snuck up there. (laughs) And his manager didn't have like a tag or anything. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. (laughs) I'm going to need you to step back. And uh, he was like, excuse me. Like he was so mad. And I was like, uh, I could tell right away, even if he was totally lying and he was a psychopath, he was getting past. Cause I was like, I think you're important. And I totally just didn't let you buy. And he was like, I'm his manager. And I was like, so sorry, sir, please go ahead. Can I get you anything? And then he came back later and he's like, thanks for keeping our boys safe. <laughs> so I know he felt bad. Like he's like, she's just doing her job that she's not getting paid for. <laughs> Well, that's like perfect. I, I would just be like, I don't care if you're. I would have done that to like someone like you could actually recognize. Though. Yeah. <laughs> like, excuse me, like, Chris. Can I borrow a pen? Thanks. Excuse me. Uh, are you supposed to like? Hunter right. Hayes is walking by. I was like, excuse me, sir. I didn't see a badge. You're not supposed right. to be in here. I'm the act. <laughs> like, I don't care who you think you are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I should have just handed him my CD and been like, sorry. Yeah, here's Listen my to next this. tape. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. What was uh yeah when I was at black interning at Blackbird like mm-hmm. I did the front desk because I didn't want to do any of like the boring work they made every the interns do yeah and like anyone could literally get in there and do mm-hmm. anything and like their lockbox I probably shouldn't tell but yeah it was pretty easy to get into their lockbox okay. to get like the important uh, hard drives for like Shania Twain uh-huh. oh. projects <laughs> just little <laughs> stuff like that yeah it was like yeah. it was funny like it's very well secure and if I wanted to I could. Probably steal like all of Shania's music oh and gosh. lyrics and and all that stuff like that. So Heads I know what one of her songs is called, and the lyrics wise, out of context, looks very simple. That's okay. all, that's all I think I can really say on air. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, Shania Twain's recent new music. I think she finally announced it. I'm lucky. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it might be good. I don't know. Hopefully it's not one of those like uh like you know the '90s shows uh, revamped you know yes. <laughs> like and then they're not as good as you want them to be because uh-huh. they yeah. just like make them really boring. Yeah. So did you watch her reality show at all when she had that? It was like a few years ago. Oh no, but I kind of wish I did. It's pretty good. I'm sure you can look it up non-illegally online. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah, I only watched like a few episodes, but it was very interesting. She's such a beautiful human. I know this Mm -hmm. sounds very vain, but it's like anything she does is very interesting because you're just like, look at your face. Yeah, she is. so beautiful. Well, I got to see her in person, like (gasps) for feet. I go get the, I was, hey, hey. So obviously we're pretty good friends. Yes. You are just building these connections. I know, building these connections. We swap numbers. Yeah, Swap networking so one I, like, one. I remember you. You're that guy who said, "Hey to me." That one <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's amazing. I love uh, people like when they like meet a famous person, like when they're from like a we- random city. Mm-hmm. They're just like, "Do you remember me?" No, I obviously don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but when you see it, like the nice ones are like, "Yeah, absolutely," and yeah. you're like, "Just we know you're lying." <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> like you don't have to. No, it's okay. No, it's their bad you. for asking. Oh, that's <laughs> perfect. But yeah, Hunter Hayes. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so cracking up about it. just like the managers like one like excuse me sir where's your badge? I know that could have been my big break and I ruined it doing my job. <laughs> well, what were they? Gonna, I guess you'd just be pissed. At, I don't know. Like. What do you do in that situation? I'm just like, I mean, I like this is his manager. Here's the thing: I would have regretted it if I mm-hmm. let him through, and then he was like, yeah, tried to come up and like steal Hunter Hayes or something. <laughs> just like put Hunter in his pocket. He's like, I'll and take then... this. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I just like. I mean, I just it was my duty to Hunter. <laughs> well, you know what? Hunter wouldn't want me to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Hunter actually gave me a picture of your face, and he said, "Not nah, this dude." Yeah, he's just like, yeah, there's like a picture in the back. It's like, see, these are people do not let back here. Yes. (laughs) That's actually, this is totally off topic. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? I'm just going to actually take over this podcast. Sure, go for it. Um, No, that totally reminded me. I don't know why this is so funny to me, but um, I'm planning my wedding right now. Mm -hmm. And the bartender at the venue was like, no, listen. He's like this huge dude. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's eight feet tall. He was like, listen. You need to get, send me pictures of all the people that are the wild ones. You know, the wild ones. It's like, <laughs> I'll keep their picture behind the bar and I'll know. I'll know not to overserve them. And like, I don't know why. That is like the funniest concept to me. Maybe because I'm imagining these people like seeing some candid picture of them that I took like hiding mm-hmm. in their closet or something, you know? Yeah. Because there's no Facebook and stuff. Yeah, I feel like if I might have friend who did that, yeah, my face would be. <laughs> yeah, my face would be behind and the bar. It's, I am considering it though. I'm like, maybe I really should do that. Or just like people you don't like. Yeah. This person kind of pissed me off yesterday. Don't serve them at all, please. <laughs> at least you're going to actually have booze at your wedding. Yeah. Because I, I have friends because they're super Christian. Mm-hmm. They don't have, and they're underage because they get married too young. Yeah. yeah. Like, and they're like, oh, it's going to be a dry wedding. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're going to kill me slowly. It's. People get pissed about that, like mm-hmm. truly angry. And I'm one of them. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I don't drink that much. But yeah. when I go to a wedding and they're like, lemonade or water, I'm like, are you? Well, Why? I bought you a good gift. Sweet Come tea on. and unsweetened tea. Yes. I'm like, at least a cash bar, people. <laughs> you know, but. Yeah. Yeah. At least like, at least let me pay. Yes. Like, <laughs> at least just have a bar there. Yes. Even if like. There's even if I have to pay for everything myself, at least have it there. Mm-hmm. If I have to suffer through this yeah. for you, and then there's that one person that's like, "Well, do you need alcohol to have fun? Really? Yeah. Really?" And then you're like, "Well, we're not friends. Bye." It's like I need to to be around that's, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So like, when I ever get married, it's like, yeah, there's gonna be alcohol. Yeah. 
And there's gonna be, it's gonna be filled. <laughs> filled. Well, I already had a plan. Like my funeral is gonna be a kegger, Ooh. and so it's just like <laughs> it's gonna be like my roast, and then a kegger <laughs> along with it. So all my friends That's are gonna amazing. roast me, and <laughs> they're gonna drink. That's free great. Booze. That's a good idea. I know it's a fun booze, and then some prank with my ashes. I'm gonna do on someone. Assume if I make like millions of dollars, I'm gonna make like my friends eat me and like to get my inheritance or whatever. Oh, it's weird, but it's that funny took if a it's, turn, like, a close but friend. I like it. <laughs> That's but if it's hilarious. like a close friend, you yeah, like, then it's fine. It's Absolutely, like, yeah. you should expect it. You shouldn't even have to pay them for that. You like is like you can get all this stuff, but you have to eat the ashes. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And I told a friend that if I if I can figure out how to become a ghost and I die before him, I'm going to haunt him like the rest of his life. Because he's one of those high one of those people. Okay, I'll name his name Micah. You'll know who you are. I like <laughs> to say his name once because then he'll actually have to listen to the show. Yeah. yeah. And so my my plan is to actually like haunt him he's one of those people who gets a little high strung so oh, okay. i know that like when i do do it like you know he's like well i'm gonna get used to it after a while i'm like no i'm gonna figure out new ways to annoy you <laughs> from yeah. the afterlife that's amazing <laughs> he's like all right that's fair and he's like i'll do the same to you and he's like but see he's like he but he knows i'm gonna get used to it after a while yeah. but like he's just He'll he's never. gonna figure out a way our relationship's like he's shrek and i'm donkey like it's oh, kind of the friendship we i have. love that like he's has layers like onions and yes those shrek movies man they still get me shrek is so good i have like friends come over like we're watching shrek yes <laughs> my fiance is like that is such a cheap laugh don't laugh at that and i'm like but shrek is amazing get out that's hilarious so you put it in the same categories like toy story like the pixar yeah. films because mm-hmm. it was like the height of dreamworks yeah mm-hmm. mm. oh but yeah shrek shrek is no cheap laugh no. maybe the third one but it's so clever and then you get older and you're like that's what that means that's oh funny. yeah you probably figured out like half the jokes and shrek <laughs> yeah you're like this is for the adults wasn't it i like mm. it like you have to put it in yeah. like if you actually look back like shrek one was a little pg-13 it was Had a, little, mm-hmm. a couple of those moments you're yeah. just like but who cares yeah because this is america it is memorial day 2017 <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah that's that's shrek for you but uh it's like you know donkeys don't have layers we have like sleeves <laughs> i love that but oh man i young me grew up my hair because i wanted to be like prince charming <laughs> that sounds really, really sad yeah i tried to like do everything <gasps> i but, love that uh, but uh, yeah i would never figure out yeah this is just this young kid from kansas that's so, so funny. <laughs> I love yeah well i Love the Shrek movies as a kid. Oh, yeah. And so now so as an good. adult, like, you, I still love them. So good. And then Airbud, Like, this is Airbud <gasps> Studio. Air I call it. <laughs> I need to get, like, a Airbud movie poster in here. That would be Re- good. Yeah, Airbud. I have not seen Airbud since I was young. But, but a lot of people are just like, Airbud's so stupid. I'm like, what's so stupid? A dog playing basketball? It's inspirational. <laughs> Can you play basketball as a human? No? Could, yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's stupid about it? I'm from Kansas. I'm supposed to know how to play basketball, but I don't. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm not very good at it. Mm, You know, (laughs) you have other gifts. Yeah. Podcasting, (laughs) music. And you just show up up. Mattresses. (laughs) Mattresses. You've noticed my, uh, like, uh, your sound acoustic. uh, Yeah, acoustic. It works so well, though. Oh, I bet. Like, if you put a, it doesn't look the worst, but it works so well. From not being able to drill into the walls. It doesn't look out of place in here, to be honest. Yeah. It just looks like studio stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of which, my buddy Micah texted me. <gasps> Micah, we are trying Let's to see. work. He sent me a selfie. I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> 
send me a I'm gonna text him back. <laughs> this is a weird thing to text another male <laughs> that you aren't sexually inclined with. Maybe that's his way of But it's like it's like one of those weird like guys and girls to send selfies to each other. It's one of those. It's like this is kinda weird. Yeah. Like you have to I call my friends when they're acting too weird. That's good. But like I like to be weird on purpose. Yeah. So I'm trying to think of good Mm. examples. If you have any weird examples of weird things you do to your friends. (laughs) Yeah, of me, me, of course. (laughs) That's funny. We met like a week ago. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) On the Um, interwebs. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I did have my my best, best, best friend soulmate, um, Melissa calling you out, convinced me once I was I worked um when I was in college at a one of the like hall desks signing Mm -hmm. people in and out. And I was like sitting for hours behind this desk and she's convincing me via text that mm-hmm. she's actually a lesbian and is in love with me. And I was like, this ruins everything. I do not feel the same way. I wish I did. Like, I mean, just like, <laughs> I was like at work trying not to cry because I was like, I don't think we can move past this. Like, I don't, I mean, we, I just, I don't feel the same way. <laughs> and then she told I was like really mad at her for like a week because I was like I thought uh, I lost you forever oh a good story kind of <laughs> in the same area so I, have a, I had a friend in high school uh-huh. <clears throat> what happened was someone took his phone texted all of his phone contacts that he's gay and then there's oh this oh my god. yeah but, but, but the funny thing is so let's keep in mind first I have a my brother's gay uh-huh. so this, this is just a little help with the story later okay so this one kid I, he's kind of autistic let's, okay. not making fun of him but he's kind of autistic, so he's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you came out to me. Oh, my gosh, I'm so proud of you. Uh-huh. I still accept you. And then eventually he had to be like, okay, uh, he took my phone and texted everyone in the contacts. And okay. He's like, oh, okay, well, you know what? I still accept you no matter what. But you know what? I do have a secret I want to tell you. I think Matt Schwegler is gay. It's <laughs> like my, he didn't know my brother. Was, and this is like well past after my brother came out too. Oh. <laughs> so it was just more perfect than That's it already funny. was. funny. So it's like, I love that. I think, I think Matt Schwegler is gay. Shout out to my brother. I don't think That's he's, so he's probably funny. not listening hey, to Matt. this either. I think my parents probably stopped listening to this after we talk, start telling like drunk stories. With that friends. could do it. Yeah. <laughs> that typically was what throw my parents off. And it's, uh, Yeah. I can do it. They're coming into town like in two, three weeks or something like that. That's I might fun. have them on podcast. So what's your guys' favorite drinking <gasps> store? You should yeah. totally have them. That's they're, hilarious. Love them, but they're they're kind of boring people. <laughs> they, how many minutes are we into? We're like 30 minutes into the show. They won't still be listening. Yeah, they would probably be done by now. <laughs> That's funny. They'll be done by now. Uh, so yeah, like, the this podcast. girl's having alcohol at her wedding. Like, Mute. <laughs> I don't think they know how much I drink. But anyways. Well, you know. uh, <laughs> that's perfect. I can't, I can't. I just totally forgot what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, my, my gay brother. Mm-hmm. And so, But what I like to do is I like to find all like the fake news articles about like homosexuality and then just like send it to them. There was like ones oh. like, chicken nuggets make you gay. I'm like, Matt, is this true? <laughs> Get down to the bottom of it, Matt. <laughs> Get to the- Too many chicken nuggets. <laughs> But having a gay sibling is great because you can make all the gay jokes at him that you want. <gasps> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's like the the thing. It's like so anything he does, just like like he talks about his like boyfriend. He's like, well, that's gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Whereas like your regular gay friends. Okay, we got a text back from Micah. Sorry to interrupt. I just texted you the first thing. Ha ha ha. The first thing. What does the first thing mean? 
Do you think he's being held at gunpoint and he's trying to send you code? Are there typos in there? Uh, no. Weirdly I, capitalized I would, I would letters. The, yeah, I would look over the codes. This is him. You want to give your honest opinion about him on the air? Hi, Micah. Let me see. Is Micah going to listen to this? Yeah. Why I mean, is there a huge tunnel with someone in it behind him? I don't him? know. Is that person being held against their will? <laughs> I don't even you know You have a good is. beard, Micah. Very strong. Strong beard. Okay. Well, you're I appreciate that person. it. Oh, there you go, Micah. Now, <laughs> we're going to still keep talking about you later on the episode. You're not yeah, going to be able yeah. to stop. Keep listen. listening, Micah, and subscribe. Yes. Yeah, uh, I think he already subscribed. <laughs> I think I forced That's him good. to. That's good. He's been on like two up two episodes now, so oh, okay. I think he's kind of committed now. Yeah, he gets mentioned like once every episode. So well, then he's got this is obviously his podcast now. Yeah, it's like Absolutely. what subjects are we talking about? Music, and podcasting, and all that stuff like that. And so yeah, we'll talk about Micah some more. Yeah, uh, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna listen to your song. <laughs> awesome. And then uh, when we get back to it, we'll uh, yeah we'll talk about you and Micah. So yes. we'll see which one wins. More Micah. Yeah. Like I'm the walking dead It's good as gone for oh so long But I'm still calling into my bed Smoke black, black to gold Feather of a coat, ten years old Old town died
Okay, and we're back. So thank you for sticking around. Thanks for listening to that. <laughs> yeah, I know it's weird. It's like you know, you don't want people to change the stations in the middle of a podcast. Like that's mm. the that's the one thing you're really worried about. It takes a lot of effort to do that. I know. It's just like so that's a big switch yeah. the dial Ouch. Uh, and <laughs> change the channel. And so okay, so let's talk about your music. So you said you're from Illinois. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Sufjan Stevens has an album about you. What about your state? What? Sufjan Stevens? Have you heard of him? No. Okay. So on your recommended listening list. Okay. He's uh, from Michigan. He tried to do this thing where he's going to write like an album for each state in the U.S. And then then was like, that it's a joke. That is ambitious. So the, he wrote one for Michigan, his home state, and then wrote Illinois. Okay. And so he's like all of them. There's one for like Metropolis, Chicago, obviously, okay. uh, Jacksonville. So there's a whole bunch of... Uh, Very cool. But yeah. Okay. So Edwardsville? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So what was growing up there like? <clears throat> Midwest life? Uh, it was a very, um, just, it was fine. It, I, I was very, um, I lived a long childhood. Like I was very sheltered growing mm-hmm. up. Um, so I got to be a kid for a long time, which was great. Okay. Um, and it, it's very like lots of corn. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I can um, and it, it was like, it blew up when I was there just like so much, um, corn. Corn, it all just blew up. Um, no, it just everybody came in and it, it became huge, and it was like a weird, like small rural town. Except, yeah, my high school had like a lot of people in it. Okay, yeah, well, I can't yeah. relate, but it's an odd, yeah, kind of an, gentrification in a rural mm-hmm. town. Yeah, because I always expect Portland, Tennessee, to be like a hipster town. Uh-huh. It's not. It's not. No, that's you. You gotta go. Little, little Maine. bit over. That's <laughs> yeah. the real hipster Portland. Really, Portland, Maine. <laughs> just like he's like, I'm so hipster. I live in Portland, Ooh, Maine. Yes, I'm gonna be in Portland this weekend. Actually. Okay, are you playing a show? No, um, <laughs> much cooler. Yeah. Going to a wedding. Woo! Yeah, my uh, fiance's sister is getting married. Okay, mm-hmm. so awesome. Let's talk about your fiance. What's his Let's name? Let's not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Like, his Ozzie. his name is Simon. Simon. Mm-hmm. You say a lot of things. Does he say a lot of things? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like Simon says, hands oh, on your yeah, head. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a super annoying joke that gets mm-hmm. old with friends. I'm like, well, Simon says, and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> that like one knee, again. Knee slapper yeah, yeah. going off right there. Yeah. Yeah, I can relate. Sam has a lot of different, <laughs> you, you could probably guess three That's of them. true. Uncle Sam. Do you have a lot of people that are like, Uncle Sam? My nephews, but that's a different... Oh, that's... Well, they have a reason. They have a reason. My non-blood... Let's not bring them into this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's okay. They're just Josh's kids. Oh, well then. Shout out go. to Josh. Hey, Josh. It's like, Wheat Jesus. Wheat Jesus? Okay, oh, okay I'll show you a picture of that. It's his birthday today, so like we can... gluten? Gluten Jesus. Okay, so, fun story about me and Josh. So, we were... We went to Colorado... Mm-hmm. And uh, he was driving, and in the middle of Kansas, there's nothing, but it's like no. just Bible Belt. Mm-hmm. And so, you kind of, uh, you see a lot of Bible Beltish things. Oh, sure. A lot of, like, anti-abortion stuff, mm-hmm. which is understandable. But then in the middle of it is uh, Wheat Jesus. What? 
does that mean? I don't know. But I was like, I saw it. And I'm like, Josh. He was driving Josh. 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 He was on the phone. He's like, what? I'm like, look, right there. And then he just got terrified of the picture. It's like, I don't understand why he's terrified of the photo. So now I send it every anytime he can. Like, yeah. He sent like a massive email to a bunch of his friends. And then like I did a reply all, just that photo. Yeah. And I'm just like, happy birthday. And then I sent him that photo on Twitter. That's amazing. But, There's yeah, so much. Terrified of uh, Wheat Jesus. That's fair. I still, I mean, it was on a billboard. Mm-hmm. It can't be that old. It probably is Kansas, just, so it's probably that's at true. least 1800. I just, when I still see white Jesuses, I'm like, guys, <laughs> like, really, that's not right. It's not about being politically correct, though you could try that too. <laughs> it's about history. <laughs> it's like, if I make Jesus white, then oh, I can like him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You do it. Yeah. So, going back, so being in a small rural town, mm-hmm. What was doing, like, music, art type stuff? What was that like? Um, I was super, super lucky. So it it was very – our arts program Mm -hmm. was amazing. Yeah. Um, Choral program was amazing. I had great teachers. um, And our – actually, this is probably part of my no sports excuse. Our drama club was, like, super well-funded and, like, a big deal. And we would – it was, like – the whole town would show up and it was like a huge okay. deal. Um, and so it was like, you didn't get out of school to go see the football players play, but mm-hmm. everybody could get out of school to go see the musical. That's awesome. <laughs> so it was like, it was great to, you know, grow up that way. And um, my parents, you know, hooked me up. And so, yeah. My parents would hook me up. In the di- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was, it was, um, I was lucky in that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's lucky, yeah. I I mean, I, I had a decent school, but, yeah, it was very – I think they're getting better, but, yeah, they're really overshadowed by sports. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's changing now because what happened was the assistant principal when I was in school was also a football coach, and so mm. it was kind of sports over everything. Yeah, yeah. So – but I think it's getting a little bit better now because I think uh, he – kind of like quit before he got fired okay. type thing. Friends yeah. with his daughter on Facebook. She followed me on Instagram. I saw that. So Celebrity. Kelsey, you're cool. <laughs> if you, Kelsey. for some reason, are listening to this. Yeah. I'm sure she is. <laughs> yeah. She Avid listener. I don't think we talk since middle school, but yeah, obviously. Yeah. She follows me on Instagram. So yeah. Kelsey, <laughs> Kelsey. subscribe, leave a review. <laughs> Go like us on iTunes. Sky, <laughs> uh, if you have an iPhone, but that's cool. Um, yeah, it's, I really, so one thing I, w- I wonder when to know, it's like, uh, especially in like in a very artsy town type stuff like mm-hmm. that, how like it actually works out. Because a lot of people have it differently, especially Midwest where it's like sports yeah. or everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where very like true. football is everything is you have your middle name. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And so, and then uh, eventually you moved to Nashville. Mm-hmm. I assume so, since we're here now. Yes. yes. What year did that happen? I moved in 2010. 2010. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was 18. 18. Okay. Yes. I'm assuming school. Cause I think I saw you went yeah. to Belmont. I went for a couple of years. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you, so you didn't finish? Oh no, no, uh, it's... no, I don't want. Yeah. I feel like Belmont kind of has a bad reputation in the industry. Okay. Um, so I don't, I don't really share that, but thanks. Mm. You can just edit that out later. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad for my time there. I just mm-hmm. had, um, other stuff opportunities come up that I mm-hmm. couldn't really say no to. And I kind of was yeah. at the point where I was like, this degree's probably going to, if anything, work against me in the industry yeah. and also costs a lot of money. 
Yeah, so. Belmont's not as bad as uh, <clears throat> my school. Really? My school, I, I just got my career services call. So, uh, one or ten, how do you rate, one out of five, how do you rate your education? And I was like, one. <laughs> <laughs> because funny. it's just like trying to be alive. But, uh, yeah, at least it's name brand. So Yeah. But uh, I had good teachers when I was in school. I that's think, like, good. that's the case. But as for, like, the name brand, it's kind of like. Where did you go? University of Central Missouri. Oh, okay. <laughs> which is not in kind the center of, of Missouri. Oh. A lot of good teachers. <laughs> I assume this is the same with Belmont. Okay. And uh, which they compared like our audio program to Belmont, that's but awesome. the big difference was uh, the rooms. I think that's like their big difference. <laughs> they said, oh, okay. just they have better rooms than us. Yeah. Okay. Which I mean, doesn't really affect too much. Right, right. But uh, yeah, they had good mics and stuff like that. That's good. So yeah. And so what did you study when you were at Belmont? I studied commercial music. Okay. Um, voice. Okay. Basically. Yeah. So you're vo- okay. So you're mm-hmm. fellow voice major. Yes. Yeah. But see, I was in school. I found out that I was actually worse at voice than I was at guitar. Oh, <laughs> that was the funny thing. Yeah, so. that'll. Yeah, I uh, studied commercial voice, but mm-hmm. I grew up doing classical. Yeah, and so that was kind of the same thing for me. Of like, I'm way better at opera than I am at what I'm actually studying. Okay. But we'll see what we can do. There's like part of opera that like gives me a headache, and then there's like part yeah. of it I really like about it. Yeah, well, it was like that really cheesy back of your throat. Oh yeah, no. I really hate that one. It's like actually supposed to sound like a good vocalist. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I had a good voice teacher in college. That's good. <laughs> I'm assuming you did. Yeah. Did you think mm-hmm. you're okay? Yeah. I assume my... it's Belmont. So. Yeah, I well, mm-hmm. we went back and forth. So I had my <laughs> classical teacher mm-hmm. was like my mother therapist, yeah. just the best woman in the world, Mary George. Love you. Um, she just was so nurturing and great and encouraging and um just wonderful and i when i so you do two you do three semesters of just classical mm. when you study commercial and then your fourth semester you switch and you do classical and commercial mm. like private lessons and seminars yeah um and then for your junior and senior year which i did not participate in you were supposed to switch completely over to commercial music and okay. so i finished my semester that was both and I was one of three students that was given an experimental teacher who just studied, who just taught like at the school for um, like a year. Like she just taught people that weren't majors. She wasn't like one of the actual mm-hmm. seminar teachers. Um, and they were like, you're going to study with her, but you're going to go to this guy's seminar. Okay. And so, but normally your teacher also hosts your seminar and it's all her, all their students come together to perform. So, uh, it was kind of odd and it did not go well. Yeah. All three of us like dropped out of her thing <laughs> and then she was like super upset about it. Um, and like was really not very nice. She, I don't know. Yeah. If I hear uh, anything experimental, I'm like, oh, I'm it was just, pass on you know, and I'm pretty open-minded about that mm-hmm. stuff, but I was like, this is not, you're very angry all the time at me and <laughs> I don't need you to be my friend, but I, it was just very, it wasn't like a learning kind of thing. It was just like, okay. Yeah. You kind of like when you're, private teacher to be kind of friendly yeah or like get along like as long as you do the work like yeah well and i you know when i she was like why are you leaving me (laughs) i was like (laughs) well uh you know i i feel like honestly i'm kind of a bad part of your day and i just don't think it's a great fit Mm -hmm. and she was like well i'm not here to baby you but then she was also like, you're going to make me cry. I feel so bad. And I was like, ah, ah. 
<laughs> yeah, that would have just been a strong pass. Let's be done with this conversation. So you had like your studio thing, I guess. Like, was it just like for the specific voice teacher? Yeah, yeah. So um, you would do private lessons with them, and then all of their uh, okay. students would come together once a week okay. and perform. We had something like the master classes, or yeah, whatever they're yeah. called, and we would have well, ours was our entire voice. Oh, okay. But we had like 200 music students in 60, 70 probably, which were vocal. Oh, okay. So, which like would make sense because it would probably be more instrumental mm-hmm. than there would be vocals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it worked out well. I mean, like studios, some days were good. I, I felt like my wife, because like I was uh, audio stuff in the music side. Mm-hmm. And so what I felt like... Uh, so we just had to do our sophomore exam. After we finished that, we'd be done with – we didn't have to take voice lessons anymore. Oh, okay. And I felt like at the end of my voice lessons, I, what I was mainly getting focused on was, like, my diction and stuff like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I think this is important, but I don't think, like – I don't think this is going to help at all. Yeah, yeah. I like the whole voice training and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really good. But then, like, when we when it's just getting focused on diction, and it's yeah. like, you're saying this really well. You're just, like, pronouncing the words really white. Right, right, yeah. And so – like you're actually from Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> you're pronouncing the words like you're from Kansas. So. Right. Sure. So I feel like it's like, okay, I think I might have like outgrown this a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, our voice, I mean, it worked out pretty well. It's good. If only like our school was like better for voice or uh, music. Yeah. yeah. Because I had like a lot of great teachers, but like the name just kind of, like if you're outside of Missouri, like no one's going to care. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's the big thing. So mm-hmm. it's like name brand is important. Really important when it comes to school, if you're going to live out, I guess out so, of the state. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact for all the listeners out there. there you all you kids. You're out from a college grad. <laughs> all you so kids, yeah. So he would have been class of 2014? 2010. 20- oh, you college. mean college. I would okay. have been class of 2014, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I would, I'm 2016. Nice. Go Eagles. This dumb, like, mule. No one gets to see that, thank God. <laughs> it's, uh, still make fun of our school. They put, like, a mule statue up. Like, really? uh, like a life-size mule. Oh, that was like your... Yeah, our mascot was the mule. Oh, I thought you were Which... doing the rock and roll sign. I was like, well, oh, that's not no, lame. Like... <laughs> that's cool. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Yeah. So funny enough, the Missouri State animal is the mule. So funny enough, <laughs> I actually went to... I didn't. I went to a D2 school, but uh-huh. our, and our school was the mule. So it was actual state. But the actual state school, Missouri, is the tiger. <laughs> oh. Which is funny because tigers aren't even yeah. in Missouri. Uh, yeah. It's... Interesting. Very, it's a long convoluted yeah. thing. And then it's called Central Missouri, and it's not even in the center of Missouri. Like, University of Missouri is actually the center of oh. Missouri. So it's, like, so funny. Like, everything should be swapped with, like, yeah the details of our University schools. University of Missouri was like, dang it, they took our name. <laughs> we have to come up with something else original. They took, like, the better name, and yeah. yeah. So it was very odd. So, hmm. okay. So let's get to talking about your music. So you told me I did the bare minimum research, cool. which I always like to do. Cool. Yeah. So I can actually have, keep up conversation. Sure. Yeah. So you told me you're working on music getting in the studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Working on it. Not in the studio yet. Not yet. So you're mm-hmm. still like, just like working on the kinks of the songs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of trying to get down to the root of just mm. getting into that honesty more as opposed to mm-hmm. that very easy writer's block of like what genre do you think this even fits in why are you writing this song is this gonna go on an album no mm-hmm. you know and it's just you can shut it down real quick yeah <laughs> that's the never-ending struggle i find that mm-hmm. 
just like, am I going to write this for myself or for someone else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's easier when I co-write because then, like, when you co-write, it's like, song's for you, bud. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. Very true. But when it's, like, my own stuff, I'm like, I'm going to sell this to someone. Mm-hmm. I've, I've learned, how easy is it for you to write love songs? Um, it was easy when I was in bad relationships. Really? Okay. <laughs> yes. Like, love songs, like, happy love songs? Oh, sad love songs. Oh, no. I no, write no, those, no. like, every day. Yeah. Okay, okay, good. Um. Happy love songs, they're fine. I mean, I think they're a little harder just because I'm not super lovey-dovey mm-hmm. in that way. Um, so yeah. I'm always like, Psh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like learned because I was working with uh, someone on a song and he's like, let's write a love song. Can't remember what it was about. I'll figure it out. Remember it eventually. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was like, write a love song. And I'm just like working on it. I'm like... Love songs are so hard. <laughs> yeah. But like, I try not to write cheesy music, mm-hmm. but people like cheesy music, and then it's like... They do. The, the words you get out of cheesy music is like... Uh, yeah. so hard to get good words. Mm-hmm. Your love is a dove. <laughs> Flying, bringing me a warm love <laughs> for my hand. <laughs> you find, like, the same rhymes over yeah. and over again. Mm-hmm. Just like... But do you really feel... Like, because, like, I feel like sometimes, like... Unless you find a new way to love someone, it's, it's yeah. It's there's nothing new, which I guess is how it is in everything. But mm-hmm. but um, it was like, love you from the sky. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Eyes are blue. Yeah, bird's eye view. Unless uh, unless you kind of make it a little cheesy, and then mm-hmm. like unless you I find like I love R. Kelly because mm-hmm. all of his songs are about partying and sex. Yeah, and Berettas. Yeah, yeah. It's just like. <laughs> <laughs> go on but it's like he does it so well and he takes it so seriously and mm-hmm. that's what makes it funny yes it's just like mm-hmm. i think sex songs are just hilarious now oh yeah oh uh, like you just have to be funny about it yeah and it's perfect yeah mm-hmm. and then but yeah I, i've been writing a lot of i write a lot of sad stuff so yeah it's that's a it's easier to write that stuff i think the best thing to do write a sad song and then make it like danceable yeah that's the secret to that's true what was that one um what was it probably from when you were in high school too um it was like don't wanna be in love don't wanna do you know that song i bet you would know it if you listened to it who does it by i don't remember um i know dancing on my own by robin that's a not that one (laughs) that's a good one to cry to yeah um i don't remember well well, we'll never know. You can edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, I'll send you a list of cuts. We really don't. <laughs> so mark it, please. <laughs> Comes out. <laughs> I don't even edit this thing. I just like, <laughs> That's great. Funny enough, I don't even listen back to it like before really? I release it. Like I literally just like put everything in, make sure it transitions okay, and then send it off. To, there you uh, go. We just got picked up by a network. So, uh, nice. So this is now it's probably going to get listened over. <laughs> yeah. I had That's to, good. You, you get like it's funny enough because now I actually have to like listen to Tim, okay, aka my boss. Mm-hmm. So now he has to tell me. He's like, "All right, here's what you need to do. You need to write out a script for your opening monologue." Oh, <laughs> so just winging it. He's like, yeah. "All right, that makes sense." So like when you have sponsors, like, you actually read off something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and something that yeah. So songwriting and so working on new music. Mm-hmm. Trying to stay on topic. Yeah, be a good gentleman. <laughs> I don't make it that easy. Sorry, uh, it's all good. Uh, it's, we have to fill time somehow. That's true. Yeah. At least you're not like, yes. <laughs> My composition teacher, uh, off topic, uh-huh. composition teacher, what he would do. So he would work 
what he would do whenever someone asked him a question mm-hmm. with like a very which would require a very long explanation for the answer. Yeah, he would just answer with yes. Oh. So he's just like, so do you have like a wife, kids, and family? And like, so mm-hmm. what are we? Yes. He was a hilarious dude. It's amazing. Like, he he knew more obscure references than I did. Yeah, that's great. It was really weird because he was like my private composition teacher. Then I did my like work study job with him mm-hmm. during school. And then he was like our jazz professor too. So he's pretty much like my boss and professor and everything. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's like the go-to guy. He's, he's really great to get along with too. So that's if he I'm sucked, sure that like, one. <laughs> If I like really had a writing suck. question, I emailed him. Like he would email me back, yeah. like notes. That's still. nice. So I was like, "Yeah, it's a good professor to have." That's nice. I haven't talked to him since I graduated. Yeah. Well, he I'll send him an email. He's a listener. Yeah, he probably. He's, he's not even on Facebook. Yeah, I'm friends with like. Have you <laughs> friends with any professors from? Yeah. Yeah, it's like the mm-hmm. best people to. Yeah. What is it, uh, Doctor Hartman? If you're listening, probably not. He <laughs> he he made this. Uh, he made this point like about like May the fourth, you know, May the fourth mm-hmm. be with you. He's like, what if instead of like the opening line Star Wars, if it wasn't a fourth, it was a fifth? And I just made the joke. They both sound the same to me, which is <laughs> <laughs> like the two distinctive, different. Like, yeah. No, it's he's just like retroactively taking away your degree. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and then like yeah, he taught oral training too, so it's like yeah, actually uh-huh. yeah, it's pretty easy with songwriting. Yeah. Watch it like someone plays a song and you play it back the notes on the piano. They're just like, whoa. <laughs> were you better at oral training or theory because you're better at one um <clears throat> oral oral yeah it's me too mm-hmm. yeah we had a we did so much of that in choir and stuff that yeah. it made it it was nice to not go into that completely blind <laughs> are you okay with like writing the notes down on paper what do you mean so oh listening and yeah like transcribing listen i had a traumatic experience during a final with that and so no i'm not okay i can what i can do i'm really weird i think my ears are too advanced to like my music my like vision sight playing Uh reading abilities so when we were in jazz band because i was the guitar player like we would sight read and i'd do okay at the sight reading Mm -hmm. then we'd actually listen to a recording of the song and then play it again and i would play it just fine after i heard mm-hmm. it yeah it's like i'm better i can hear something and play it back mm-hmm. easier than i can write it down i don't know yeah. i just don't think that way yeah yeah that's i i think i i get too in my head mm-hmm. and i start to panic because the music's just going i think i got the whole point of oral training out of it where it's yeah. like you're supposed to ear training where like you're supposed to be able to work look back and yeah tell like a one chord four five six chord you know i got that stuff down but like yeah transcribing like no. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, when you start getting into the more advanced inversions right, yeah. and stuff. But, yeah, I feel like that is, like, a Myers-Briggs branch <laughs> of the test because there's, like, one kid in the corner, like, shaking mm-hmm. and crying, and then there's oh, the one yeah. kid that's, like, make it harder, teach, you know, and it's just, like, there, you know, and then there's the kid that's just, like, totally in the zone, and, yeah. I was I was actually, like, the star pupil in Arl Training 1. Nice. Which doesn't say anything for the rest well. of the Arl Training. <laughs> so, like, what I did, I, I ended up, I started off, like beginning of the semester, like before the halfway point, mm-hmm. I had like 105% in the class. Ooh. So then I was like, I can just give up. And so then I just kind of <sighs> gave up until RL4. <laughs> yeah. Didn't try until RL4. And then we started doing like the really hard stuff in RL4. And I was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah. So mm. for all the young listeners out there uh-huh. going to get a music degree, uh, don't slack off. 
If or you think you're too good, get the degree. Don't think. Don't, yeah, just. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, I, I, I'm honest. Like, yeah, I was like, at some point, I'm like, I should have just like went off and started touring instead <laughs> of like actually like gone to school to learn music. I mean, I think for some people it's a good fit, mm-hmm. but for some people it's just what you're supposed to do next, and mm-hmm. they're ready to kind of move on and get into the business of it all. And mm-hmm. it's not. I don't think it's one path for everybody. I think if you're someone that just doesn't want to go to school anymore and using it as an excuse, that's a whole different thing. But Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, for, it's it's different. Um, my school didn't teach you about like the business side of it very mm. much, and that's the part they really need to focus on. Yeah, because like if you're gonna move to Nashville, it's like the only job you're gonna get in audio is an unpaid internship. Yeah, like that's the only job you're gonna get that, or if you can try to freelance, mm-hmm. like which that's just difficult by oh, itself. Yeah. Like when you don't know anyone, so mm-hmm. they need to teach more of the hustle. Yep, side of it. I cannot tell you. The amount, like, first of all, nobody knows who I am. I'm not some kind of big deal. But for some reason, recently, I've been getting so many cold emails or, like, Instagram messages or whatever. And it pisses me off to no end because these people, I'm like, I want to email them back and be like, you need to think about what you're doing with your life right now. (laughs) Like, look inside of yourself. Because they will send these emails that are like, new song, send me a shout out, please. Uh, and I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, who are you? Yeah. And I had someone email me that was like, hi. I like, And it was one of those things like no punctuation, which is just like mm. this most annoying thing in the world. Um, and it was like, hi, I'm starting a new YouTube channel where artists make videos. I get all the rights to them and I post them on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how interesting. And she was like, basically, all you have to do is create content for me to have and own 100% oh and s- also mention the channel in the video. And I emailed her back and I was like, I'm sorry, I, I said it very nicely, but I was like, how mm. does this benefit artists? And what is the link to your YouTube channel? She's like, well, it doesn't exist yet. And I just mm. didn't answer. But I was like, you have to sell it, kids. Like, come on. That's, Give me – it's fine if you can't ugh. do something back for me, but at least tell me why I should believe in what you're doing mm-hmm. and support it. Like, And also aim higher. Like, nobody knows who I am. <laughs> uh, if you're going to screw up, screw up big. See, I'm sending a lot of – you know, I send a lot of messages after this thing. Yeah. But I'm like, at least, like, you're just going to promote your music. Like, that's all. <laughs> yeah, and cold emails are great. They're, yeah. They're baller because a lot of people are too scared to do it. Mm-hmm. But you've got to, like – I mean, I feel like that's common sense, but maybe it's millennials, man. <laughs> that's millennials. These dang millennials. Dang millennials. It's all the funniest thing. It was like one of those Facebook videos. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, it was like a waiter at a restaurant. It was like telling a millennial, "Hey, we're understaffed right now. Sorry, it's taking so long." Millennial, yeah, it's okay. Yes, baby I boomer saw- just like blows up. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Which it's so is like hundred percent true. True. Yeah. I think my parents act like civilized human beings mm-hmm. as much as like they have their faults. Like, Mine too. Every yeah. parent does like. They at least know, like, hey, if this wait, this restaurant is understaffed or if we're with a huge group, uh-huh. it's going to be a little slow. <laughs> yes. And all of us have um, – well, my brother and I have worked in the restaurant industry. Yeah. And so now my mom immediately will just, like, show me the bill and be like, how much should I tip for this? Like, she's like, I know what 20% is, okay, but I just – should they get more than that? Like, she's so paranoid now yeah. about tipping. And I'm like, good. We need more paranoid tippers. I always get uh, – I feel weird, like, so when you get takeout, like, you're not supposed to, you don't need to tip, mm-hmm. because it's just, like, just picking up food. Yeah. yeah. No big, but they always have, like, the option there. I'm like, yes, it's so awkward. You, so you feel bad, like, <laughs> yeah. like, I know it, but, like, obviously, if, like, 
delivery mm-hmm. baristas. Yeah. Well, and like, I understand, like, so, you know, the in Nashville, what is it, like $2.13 if it's a tipped position? That's what you get hourly, which, mm-hmm. like, doesn't even cover taxes, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, my parents were in town not long ago, and we went to Copper Kettle, and a lot of my mm-hmm. friends um, work there or worked there. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. And my friend texted me, and I was like, your parents are the ones that didn't tip. And I was like, what are you talking about? Do you guys have servers now? He was like, no, but they're supposed to tip when they check out. I was like, for what? And he was like, we get their food. And I was like, so literally a right turn of your wrist, slapping food (laughs) on a thing. And I was like, are you paid a tipping position wage? And he was like, no, we get minimum wage. And I was like, so again, my question, for what? Yeah. (laughs) I know that's bad, but like. I really, uh, see, I really wish it was, which I I still tip, but mm -hmm. I really wish it was like the situation where like, they actually did get paid a decent wage. Yes. And mm-hmm. like you just tipped them when they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I can't control that and I tip anyways, yeah. but that's what I wish would happen. Yeah, I do tip and yeah, I mean, I, I tip whenever it's asked really, but mm-hmm. it's still just one of those things that's like, the more, it's hard to The more know. I drink, the more I tip, so. Yeah, that's, my, that's a real problem. <laughs> it's my secret, just. Yeah. Tip. I think I went, to, I went to some restaurant in Franklin mm-hmm. and- what happened? Well, it was morning, so I just took my meds, uh-huh. and I was like, "I'll have a beer with my food." And then yeah. they're just like, "Oh, sorry, we took so long here. Just have another beer on us." And I drank two beers, uh-huh. <laughs> and like noon, like five hours after I took my meds, and so it's oh, like, no. so I hung out in Franklin for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. Uh, oh gosh, but yeah, they got tipped probably pretty well. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. can't, if I can't remember what I tipped, then uh, I probably tipped really That's, well. You probably did, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's talk about your music some more. <laughs> Not go off topic this time. So we'll see what working we on do. new music, album, mm-hmm. EP. Good question. So I was like gearing up to release an album, mm-hmm. um, but singles are the new thing, man. Like mm-hmm. every, it's a new word on the street as far mm-hmm. as like just no albums anymore, mm-hmm. and even you know getting CDs printed and that kind of thing. And you're just yeah. like, it, it's just not at this point. I was just talking to one of my mentors, and he was like, don't you dare do an album. He was like, you need to do a single every six to eight weeks, and that's that. And to to me, I'm also like, then the marketing behind it and, like, the branding, you can't brand yourself quite as well on one song that really, like, puts you in a corner as opposed Mm -hmm. to a whole album. So I don't know, but it's, yeah. I actually haven't heard that concept. Really? Yeah, I I I just like albums. I do, too. I haven't released Mm -hmm. an EP. yeah since before I took this seriously. Okay. So, yeah. See, so, yeah, I have an album and a mixtape out after I did my, uh, not revamp, what is it called? Uh, reboot of my mm-hmm. music. So, yeah, I like albums. I just like the, I don't know, that's just what I listen to. Yeah. I yeah. like the beginning to end. And mm-hmm. I don't really write songs mm-hmm. yeah. for to stand alone. Yeah, and I mean, I think people, too, like, for example, um, Grace Potter, the Lion, the Beast, the Beat, Mm -hmm. that album starts out with like this crazy epic, sounds like some Trojan War soundtrack song. Mm -hmm. And it's like that much more majestic because it's the beginning of that album. And you're like, Mm -hmm. this is going to change the world, like this one song. And it wouldn't have that impact if it was just by itself. You know what I mean? Like it really is, you know, it can be, you can do it right. But (laughs) so funny story. It's like my mixtape. So Mm -hmm. it's, 10 tracks and I did five of the tracks for like my final senior thesis thing whatever mm-hmm. the first track on it is this 
experimental piece mm-hmm. called Green Eggs and Ham. And so what it is, it's like music, yeah. and then my friend Josh, happy birthday, Josh, uh, does an interpretive reading of Green Eggs and Ham, and then Whoa. it's a bass solo, and then it ends with Shrek, what are you doing in my, and then my friend Austin comes in, ice cream, and leads into <laughs> this song called Ice Cream. And so I, played, I had to play that for, uh, for the class, and I was uh-huh. like, I don't have anything to play today, I'm just going to play that. <laughs> and so the whole class just sitting there we're listening to it and then our professor just like there's a moment of silence what the hell did i just listen to <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i know i did it perfectly i got everything That's conveyed yes. what i wanted yes to in the entire track so That's it's, amazing. it's uh yeah it's by far worth it so i wanted sure. to do like promos for which i didn't do just like you know like Rolling Stone rates this five stars, something like that. It's like, Eric Honor rates this. What the hell did I just listen to? <laughs> Probably the worst thing to date. <laughs> See, like, bad critics. <laughs> That's great. But uh, So you're so you're taking the route away from the album and just going to start releasing singles, or maybe? Maybe. I'm kind of at the point now where I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to do it how I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And... Which is how music should be. It is. And it's kind of getting to the point where I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to be some huge pop star. So mm-hmm. I just want people that like my stuff and want yeah. to hear it and people that are going to come to shows because they want to be there and they're pumped mm-hmm. about it. Um, so it's kind of, I'm kind of the point where I'm like, I'm going to do what I want to do yeah. and what I think is best. So, you know, because I know mm-hmm. so much. When you get a, what the hell did I just listen to? You know, you did something. Yeah. I mean, so I'm 24. Try, I've got a lot of experience under my belt. And basically, 92? yeah. 92. Okay. 93. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo. But no one likes you when you're 23. FYI. They, yeah. I remember being very embarrassed to be 21. Like, I felt like when I met people and they were like, how old are you? And I'd be like, 21. But I'm not a mess. I swear. <laughs> Because everybody's just like, oh, so you're just wasting all the time. But I wasn't. I mean, I'm, I'm 23, and that's still the it's still the yeah, case. Yeah, I'm just a hot mess. All <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you tell people you're 24 and getting married, they're like, oh, oh honey, yeah, so normal aged. They're like, well, to some people. I mean, well, I wasn't all my, even. All my friends. Well, when I eventually get married, all my groomsmen are going to be married already. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the way you know. Yeah. So it's just like, and they're probably going to have like kids too. It's just like mm-hmm. really lame wedding party. That's, you know, how it goes. All my friends. But yeah, okay. So we're nearing the end of our episode. Mm -hmm. And so I always like to ask this, what good drinking story do you have? We like to... Good drinking story. I'm going to preface this. Okay. I don't drink very much. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very boring. When I do drink, it's like a glass or two of wine while I quilt. And that's a real thing, I quilt. Um, So I'm like not... I don't know how to drink that well if that makes sense so when it does go bad it goes real bad real (laughs) Mm -hmm. quick um and i've like i'm very i just people that can drink and like to drink and like drink to get drunk are like these magical unicorns that i'm like i don't know anything about you i don't understand it when yeah i just it's totally this foreign life Mm -hmm. that i wish i could understand um but i will say Okay, so my family is pretty conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I'm the black sheep and all I do is like write songs and sew quilts and stuff. <laughs> so, you know, that tells black you something. Sheep, yeah. But um, I was on family vacation with them on a dolphin cruise. <laughs> and <laughs> Sounds great already. It, it was real bad. Um, so I, let's see, I was on the cruise with my brother and his wife and my little sister who's not 21. 
and or wasn't 21 she is now and my fiance now fiance um and we did the snorkeling thing and then you get on the back on the boat and do a dolphin cruise and i feel like this isn't legal i don't know um anything's legal on the water well is that true? I think no, yeah. that's not true. Well, yeah, I think you, it's like you can do almost anything besides international waters. It's like yeah, international. Like we water. were like on the coast though. Oh, I don't, I don't know. know where that. I don't comes. know the rules. We need to get Google into this. Um, from, from ask Jeeves, please. Um, so we are you asking Jeeves? What's allowed in international waters? What's allowed in international waters? Let me check on that. Here's what I found on the web for what's allowed in international waters. Okay, so the first thing. All right, international waters. The term international waters are transboundary waters. No genders allowed. Apply <laughs> <laughs> for any of the following. High seas, Latin mares, sailships, and the seas. Waterways, disputes of over international water, water agreements. It's like outer, so basically treat it like outer, outer space. Okay. Anything goes. Anything, yeah, pretty much anything goes. Okay. Okay, so problem solved. Got it. Um, so it was legal. Um, so the they were coming around like mm-hmm. every 10 minutes on the yeah. dot, and they were like, we can only come around every 10 minutes, so drink up. We got to fill your drink. We're not going to be back for 10 minutes. And after like my second drink, that seemed so logical to me that I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, everybody, drink it up. And like it truly was like one of those – like late 80s films you watch in seventh grade health on peer pressure. Like it was absolutely, you know, there's like the bull, like the cool bebop music mm-hmm. and the bully that's like, drink it. And I was the little kid with the bull cut, like, mm-hmm. well, gee, okay. Um, yeah, it was absolutely that. And it just went so bad so quickly. Um, but I do, I will say I learned something from mm-hmm. this time. It, you know, okay. I try not to judge people just in general. I'm like, oh you God, do your exactly. thing. I Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you do your thing. I'll do my thing. Mm-hmm. As long as you're not bothering anybody, you're fine. Yeah. Um, but I realized I was a little judgy about, like, you know when you read stories of adults that fall off of boats? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. I didn't realize I was a little judgy, but I was like, Come, like, what is going on with you that you're falling off of a boat? Like, you're a grown man. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, why? Let's look, take a look at your life. And so I remember, though, having that thought of like, I was on the side of the boat. They're going so fast, like, whipping all over the place, trying to find these dolphins and harass Mm -hmm. them. And I like jumping up and down, dancing this music. And I remember thinking, like, this is why, this is how it feels right before you fall off of a boat. Like, mm-hmm. I was very, like, I might fall off of this. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, like, I should put a life jacket on. And then everyone was like, why are you cackling to yourself? And I was, it was because in my head I was thinking, like, how much funnier it would be if I fell off not wearing a life jacket, which isn't actually true. But it was like I learned about that judgment inside of myself mm-hmm. and that it's okay. We all might be there one day of almost falling off a boat or actually <laughs> doing it. Um, but, yeah, it was it was not great. Um we, yeah, drove back to uh, the house, and my fiance sat between my brother and I in the back seat, holding our heads out the windows. And <laughs> nobody puked out of the windows. We're classy, come on. But uh, yeah, it was it was not great, not not my best moment. No. And then it was like family beach pictures, like two hours later. 
rough for everybody involved. Well, at least you don't have like a, <clears throat> I have a pale hungover picture of me with my parents from <laughs> my graduation. Oh no. <laughs> so you can just find it. It's like the, I don't think I, I don't get a lot. I don't have a big social media preference like presence like I used to. Yeah. And so it's just this pale picture of me. That's amazing. <laughs> I blacked out the night before. Oh, but no. speaking of which, with those 90s like cartoons, mm-hmm. uh, do, I got one of those uh, Dare shirts. Yeah. And I'm, I wear it partying now. That's amazing. So, yeah. Just... Our Dare officers went real bad. Mm-hmm. They were they were like in jail. Whew. Yeah. Didn't go well. One of them was snapping pics at a tanning salon. Oh, geez. I know. Small town. That's, that's the weird. That's it's the... Yeah, not great. Doing drugs. Okay, but anything else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they weren't talking about snapping pics. So You're going to get a DUI. They weren't hypocrites, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I always wondered, though, like, how are you going to, how are they going to, like, arrest you or, like, give you a ticket on a bike? Like, I always wondered about those. Like, they give you a ticket. It's like, you're not required to carry on your driver's license everywhere you go. And That's you don't need a driver's true. license to ride a bike. How interesting. I guess it might just be like a general ticket. Like general a ticket? Oh, that's <laughs> good. That's good. Um, I don't know. I don't know the law, man. How about the law and the law one? Okay, so I guess we're... <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we're out of time. And uh, where should everyone check out your things? Um, you can check out my music on NicoleNelsonOfficial.com. I have a Twitter that's just great mm-hmm. and not about quilting and my dog only um <laughs> <laughs> and that's nick and i see nelson music mm-hmm. and my instagram handle is nicole nelson music and my facebook is slash nicole nelson music and i also do artist consulting and songwriting courses and vocal lessons and you can find all of that at nicole nelson vocal studios.com and all right there you go folks you better oh, check that out yeah. or else or else or I'll, and uh like always, check out my stuff, samswogamusic.com, slash swedcast, wafflebuttmedia.com. I think that's correct. And mm-hmm. like always, remember to stay awesome. Casting.